listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Today I want to quickly chat about getting confident on camera and talking to the camera, recording your voice, talking to your audience, all that kind of stuff, because it can be insanely scary at first. And then even after a while, it can just still be really nerve wracking. And I kind of want to share a little bit of my story about how I got better at it and how I'm a little bit more confident now. So when I first started my store, I wasn't anonymous or anything, but I was just doing that kind of behind the scenes, creating products sort of thing. I had a logo. I didn't have like an Instagram or Facebook. You know, you kind of feel like you're just sort of this kind of little anonymous person, like a seller, but nobody really knows like what your face looks like, what your voice sounds like, who you are. If you're not on social media yet, you're just like starting a store. You're kind of like this little secret nobody. It's kind of nice and peaceful actually. <laughs> but in 2020, things were starting to change a little bit. I was becoming a little bit more public in the sense that I'd started like an Instagram for my store at some point, I think maybe in the year leading up to that and a Facebook page. And then of course I started helping sellers. So I started an Instagram account and a Facebook group with my own profile. I started the podcast later that year and obviously was on Instagram stories and things like that. I don't think reels were out at the time. I was creating courses and course videos. I was basically kind of thrown into the deep end of talking on camera and talking to my audience. And I wouldn't say I was like overly, overly nervous at first, but I just wouldn't say I was good at it. And the reason I actually wanted to have this episode topic this week was because I have recently been updating one of my courses, my TPT seller course, and I'd created some of those videos back in 2020. So I kind of looked through them all and I was watching them, deciding which ones I wanted to refilm or delete or add things to and stuff. And it was just shocking, like literally eye-opening, jaw-dropping stuff watching these videos. I just was watching them and I was just like, couldn't understand. Something felt weird about it. I was like, and it kind of took me a second. I put my finger on it. It was like the way that I recorded those videos, I just was really bad on camera. I just couldn't explain what exactly it was. There was just some kind of formality, a kind of stilted sort of way of speaking that just looked really kind of I wouldn't say I looked grumpy or anything, but I just didn't look like open and friendly and personable. And it was just very like formal, I guess, is the word to describe it. And then I had a lot of other things where I was saying um, um, um all the time, touching my hair an awful lot and just kind of looking. I don't know. I, I mean, you'd watch it and you just probably wouldn't thinking, hey, this person's so friendly and lovely, or hey, this person looks really confident on camera. It was just, I can't explain it. It just wasn't engaging. And I did not notice that at the time. And I didn't notice it for many years until recently when I watched them again. I was like, wow, wow. And I think it's because I've come a long way in the last few years. And I'd have to say there's a few things that contributed to that. But I do feel like now I'm just better on camera. I just feel like more natural at it. And here are the things I think have helped. Obviously, one is the podcast, because although I'm not on camera, I am just talking about TPT. And so I've kind of got practice, literally for every week talking about my subject area, like talking about the content that I'm known for. So I think that's helpful because it's essentially practice for the talking, but that doesn't really help with being on camera. I would say the biggest thing has had to be Instagram. 
because I do have a Facebook group, but I'm not really into Facebook lives or anything like that. I mean, the only way I've really been interacting with people face to face has been on Instagram. And back when I started it, there wasn't reels or anything like that. So it really was on stories. So that's my big tip that I'm going to be talking about today. If you want to become more confident on camera and use that confidence in other areas, like on a Facebook live, in a course video, or on an Instagram reel, or some kind of Pinterest video, or like, I don't know, some other public place where your video is showing to people, you want to become more confident. The place to start is Instagram stories. Now, you might start off feeling really, really nervous or just feeling really bad at it like I was, but Instagram stories are the perfect place, especially if you have a smaller account or if you have a kind of dead account that, you know, isn't very active because nobody is really watching at first. And it is, the beauty of it is that you are getting to sort of practice speaking to an empty room. It's it's really nice. And I talked about this on Instagram before. I might even have mentioned it on the podcast, but I made a post once where I said like, it is kind of a good thing when your Instagram account starts off small because you get to practice when nobody's really paying attention and you can get better and better and better at it. And then once you actually have all these people listening to what you have to say, you feel really confident. And so it is kind of like public speaking, standing up in front of a big lecture theater, but there's nobody in there. So you can just practice standing there and talking in front of the microphone and people will gradually kind of come in one or two at a time. And then, you know, before you know it, there are hundreds of people in the room, but you've had a chance to practice before it gets too busy. Well, Instagram stories can be like that. If you just start and acknowledge that nobody's really watching, or maybe only a handful, it'd be like one or two or 50 or 60 or only a hundred or 200, but a small amount of people are going to be watching at first when you first start. And it's just less nerve wracking. It's just, it's the easiest place to practice. And I actually just pretend, I tell myself that literally nobody's watching. Like I don't think, oh my goodness, as I'm recording this, you know, who's going to be watching it? Which person? How many people? I just completely pretend that I'm almost filming a video on my camera roll and like I'm never going to send it to anyone. Like you can actually do that. You could actually film it first on your iPhone and your camera setting and just talk to the camera like you're not talking to anybody and it's just going to be on your camera roll. No one's ever going to watch it. You can even tell yourself that like nobody's ever going to watch this. This is just me practicing. And then once you record it, you can upload it. (laughs) Or, you know, you just put it on stories and just tell yourself, I'm just practicing, but nobody's really watching. It's all good and just go for it. And if you consistently do that enough, you will get better at it. And I know this is really generic. I know everybody says this, but practice really does make perfect. And it literally works. That consistency over time, I have seen it over a long time, has drastically transformed the way I talk on camera. Now I'm not nervous at all. And if you told me, hey, be a guest on someone's podcast, or hey, come and do this Facebook Live with me, I wouldn't have any nerves about it. And I feel like I would do a pretty good job of it because I'm just kind of like an old hand at it now. (laughs) So when you're first starting recording Instagram stories and getting yourself used to it, the key I think is to not put too much pressure on yourself. So you don't want to be doing like an Instagram live or a reel or something that feels really like a big thing that's going to go on your feed or people are going to, you know, tune into. A story is the easiest way to go. Another option is to do it at like a quiet time of day. So you sort of know that, you know, I guess if you kind of did it at time of day when you know people aren't really on Instagram, people aren't going to watch it straight away. So if you felt like you hated it, you could delete it and start over and that would be okay. The other thing you can do, of course, is to do a really quick one. You know, literally record something that's like 10 to 15 seconds long. It doesn't have to be you talking for minutes at a time. And it can just be something really pre-prepared if you want to. Like tell yourself what exactly you're going to say, just kind of like rehearse it for a second and feel confident with it and then record. Like, you know, don't feel like you've got to 
throw yourself in the deep end and just dive on there. You can like kind of take a take a beat to be like practice a little bit of what you want to say and then you know keep it really casual. Don't feel like the first time you jump on stories or the time that you're jumping back into it, you've got to you know give this big PD or all these tips for you know teaching things in your niche and all this amazing content or that you've got to be funny or tell a funny story or share something amazingly interesting. It doesn't. It can just start off really easy and you're just like oh my goodness, guys, I have to show you this funny thing and just like turn your camera around and show something. Or, oh, hey, check this out. How cool is this? You know what I mean? It can be like a really short thing like where you show your face and you talk for like the tiniest amount of time and you're like, hey, I just saw this. Like, how interesting is this? And then like you stop the video and like flip it around and then like take a photo or like film something that's not your face and you can show them something. Like, I just bought this from Target. How cute is this? I mean, that's a really great way to do it is to just have like a little bit of time. You could actually even ease yourself into it more than that by actually not starting by looking at the camera and having it on selfie mode, just filming something like to not looking at you, just looking at things you're filming. Like, you know, this is my haul at Target and you film it and you just talk over it, like, you know, narrating essentially, hey, look at this really cool thing I bought for my classroom. This is going to be so cute in my reading corner. And you're just practicing talking, but you're not having to show your face, which is going to take away that nervousness. So that's a good way to ease into it. And you can gradually build up to showing your face and actually looking at the camera, which is a scary bit, obviously. And just, you know, don't put that pressure on yourself to say anything really amazing. You know, I think there's a lot of anxiety we might have that we've got to be interesting, funny, really cool, or like different. Like you really don't have to be. People are honestly just interested in other people's lives. So you're sharing something that's happening in your life. Like, I guess we all think that everyone else's lives are so interesting and trust me, they're not. So, you know, you're just what you want to show this cute picture of your dog or this like corner of your classroom. And you're like, is anyone going to find this interesting? Well, yeah, somebody's going to because their life's not that interesting either. Trust me. <laughs> but, yeah, and they just want to see what other people are doing. And whatever you're sharing, whether it's just like a picture of you, you know, holding your cup at Starbucks or, you know, there's really cool mentor text that you're going to read aloud to your kids that day at school. It doesn't really matter what it is. Someone out there is going to resonate with that. They're going to be like, oh, I love drinking that same Starbucks drink. Like we have something in common. Or, oh, I've been looking for recommendations for books to read to teach narrative writing. That looks really cool. Like they're going to connect with it. There's always going to be someone that's going to connect with it. It doesn't matter how boring or small or uninteresting you think it is. It's just any part of your day. And it can be a mixture of personal things. It can be things to do with your business. It can be to do with your classroom teaching you know, what you're teaching and tips and things like that. It can be anything, but just don't put pressure on yourself that it has to be amazing. Next thing to keep in mind is it doesn't have to be perfect. Done is always better than perfect. You might think that you've got to take the most gorgeous photo, video, or take a beautiful selfie or a lovely video of yourself and everything's got to be perfect. It does not have to be perfect. In fact, sometimes I think it's people connect with you more when you're a bit more real and authentic and not too formal. And then finally as well, you know, you don't have to be glamorous. I think I put this pressure on myself a lot too, is I think, well, I can't record that today because I don't have any makeup on or I don't feel like I just don't feel that pretty today. <laughs> My hair's kind of greasy. It needs dyeing. That happens to me all the time. Right now, like, why do you think I don't do YouTube? <laughs> because right now I have like insane regrowth in my hair. I'm not wearing any makeup. I'm wearing these like, what do you guys call them? Sweatpants? Sweatpants. I'm wearing jogging bottoms. That's what we call them in England. And like I'm just sitting here looking real rough and I'm glad I'm not on camera, but I do, I feel that pressure sometimes of, oh, sometimes people on Instagram are these, like these teachers in these classrooms and they're like really pretty and they have all these like beautiful, perfectly styled curled hair and lovely eyelashes or whatever. <laughs> and they have like these beautiful rainbow colored classrooms and they look really glamorous and I don't feel that way. And honestly, I guess I want to tell you that, you know, 
I don't think any of us are really that glamorous. I think there's like this tiny percentage of people that are like genuinely beautiful, but the rest of us aren't. And a lot of the time, I think people are more interested in what you have to say than what you look like. I don't think they're going to unfollow you because you don't have the most beautiful hair or like, you know, wear the most stylish clothes or you're not what is considered conventionally attractive or something. Because that's not really what the teacher Instagram is about. You know, if people wanted to follow beautiful people all the time, they'd just be following like models and you know influencers in the general world. If they're looking at, you know, teacher Instagram accounts, they're looking to learn about how to be a better teacher and how to, you know, improve things in their classroom and their teaching. So they kind of care more about what you have to say. So don't feel like you've got to be glamorous because you really don't. And I've actually done many, many stories over time where I've not had a filter and I've not worn makeup and I've kind of been a bit average and like nobody's ever really cared, I don't think. No one's ever said anything. I don't think it really matters. I've not like lost loads of followers or had people hate me. <laughs> so I think it's actually okay that you don't have to be perfect looking either. When you're first recording, I think like an Instagram story, say that you've never done it before or you haven't done it in ages and you're just kind of diving back into it. Sometimes it can be kind of weird because you feel this feeling of like, what do I say for the first story? Or what do I, you know, no one's ever seen my stories before. Like I'm new to this. Like what's the first thing I should ever say? It's kind of this, it's just this weird feeling where you're like, you don't know. I think the best thing there is to pretend that you've been doing it a while. Like, and like pretend that that follower is new and that everyone else has been here a while and everyone else knows you. And like that, you know what I mean? You're kind of acting like there's these other people there that have been there for a while. And you're just like, hey guys, you know, like you're just kind of really casual in the way that you kind of pretend <laughs> that you've been doing it a while and pretend that everybody's been there a while, pretend that there's a bunch of people that really care about what you've got to say and then make them kind of feel like they're the new person that doesn't know what's going on, not you. Just act like it's not your first time. So don't kind of go on there and be like, hey everybody, my name's Lucy. This is my first ever story. I mean, you can if you want to, that's totally okay. But don't feel like you have to. You can just jump on there and just dive straight into it. Just be like, hey, what I think is the most important thing is to not think too much about the content you're going to share. Like, what exactly do people want to hear? What exactly would be the most you know cool way to show this? What kind of things should I say? Just look around you and just think, what could I show right now? What could I take a photo of in my day-to-day life? You know, spend a day, maybe it's a Monday, maybe it's a Saturday, whatever, you know, day at school or a day on a weekend, and just spend that day like snapping photos of things that you're doing. You know, oh, this is something I ate. Oh, this is something I taught in class today. This is something I wore. This is something I thought was funny. This is something I saw. This is a thought that I had. Like you can just take photos. You can like take notes of it. You can take little videos. You can do little like boomerang and gif kind of movement things and just kind of document what you're doing. Almost like pretending that you were doing like a little daily diary that you had to give to someone at the end of the day of like what I did today. And people honestly find it really fascinating. You can be like, hey, day in the life of a teacher. You know, and just like, throughout the day, you don't have to show your face if you don't want to. Just get your phone out like every hour or so and just take a picture of something or a little video of something like, first up is morning coffee. Next up, I'm heading to work. Okay, I've got to school. First thing I do is get my photocopies ready. Like just people love that stuff. Like I see it on TikTok all the time, the day in the life of a teacher kind of stuff. And that's literally what stories are about. And people lap it up. They want to know what other people's lives are and what other people are doing. So just take pictures and videos of the day-to-day monotonous things. And just get used to starting off with photos and, and little videos of stuff. But to start off with that narration of, of talking over it. And then every now and then, you know, you can have the camera on you and take a quick little selfie or picture or a quick little video saying, hey, I'm, I'm walking down the hallway now. I'm going to lunch. Then I'm doing this. And like, you can just like, record yourself for like little snippets doing things. And over time, you will get more and more confident at the bit where you're on camera. And I actually think another quick thing I want to share as well is that you don't have to feel like 
you have to talk at the camera for long periods of time and that's what people want. Because I actually sometimes find stories are boring to watch if it's them talking to the camera and the captions are really slow going and I've got to like read all these really slow captions and they're talking for like a good two or three minutes. I kind of get bored. I kind of want to flick through a little bit of variety. So kind of keep things short and sweet. Don't feel like you have to talk for ages if you don't want to. Now, I want to wrap this episode up by circling back a bit to what I was originally talking about because I said at the beginning I was going to talk about being confident on camera and I have digressed a lot into stories and all the things you can do on Instagram stories. Well, I want to get back to using Instagram stories is great, but just in general talking on camera, the most important thing I think is to try and be as personable as you can. So the opposite of what I said I was like at the beginning of this episode when I was saying I was really formal is try to look into that camera and making sure that you have that kind of smile and that open face and that you know you really kind of you don't have to be bubbly, but you need to look friendly and personable. You don't want to come across as kind of nervous and formal and stilted and unfriendly. So, you know, try to put on that kind of friendly demeanor if you can and just like pretend that you are talking to a friend. Pretend that you're talking to your work bestie or your husband, girlfriend, wife, boyfriend, a family member, someone that you know really well. You don't have to think, oh, I'm talking to a bunch of teachers. It doesn't have to be this large group of people either. You know, just imagine your best friend or imagine your sister or someone you know and kind of record the video like you're talking to them, which honestly makes it so much easier. It's kind of what, if you imagine this like really large group of teachers all judging you, it's going to be scary. If you imagine it's just your best friend Louise and you're like, you know, your teacher bestie that you're really comfortable with and you're like, oh my goodness, I had the most crazy lesson today. My kids would not listen, but I realized the best thing for me to do was to start doing this strategy and just like pretend you're chatting to her. And it will come across so much more natural and friendly and easier as well than if you're doing a really kind of formal thing. But anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I really hope some of these tips have helped. And I think the most important thing is to just not put the pressure on yourself to be perfect because that's how everyone's feeling and none of us are perfect. I can promise you that. And honestly, the main thing is really just to try. The main, the main thing is just to do it. You don't have to do it well. You just have to do it. And like I mentioned at the beginning, I think the consistency of me talking to cameras for the last like two or three years was what has made me really good at it. And it's really just consistently, almost every day or every week or every couple of days, you know, going on camera a lot has made me better at it. If I only ever did it the one time for those course videos and then never did it till now, I would probably still be recording those videos in that same horrible way. And I think I'm better now because I have just practiced so much since. Now, this is not to add pressure to you like, oh my goodness, if I want to be good on camera, I've got to record on Instagram stories every day for the next two years. That's not it. You don't have to. You don't have to be on stories every day if you don't want to. But stories are kind of a fun, easy way of getting that practice in. And being consistent, I do think, is key. And that doesn't have to be daily or multiple times a day. That could be once a week or every couple of days. But consistently doing it will make you better at it. And that's just my main tip for you today. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. But I did mention at the beginning of this recording that I was, you know, updating course videos and stuff. And if you new to the podcast and you're like, I don't know what she's talking about, I will put a link in the show notes because I do have a TPT seller course where I teach you all about TPT. So you can check that out in the link. But I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.